You're listening to The Big Sci-Fi Podcast, a part of the Trek Geeks Podcast Network. Hey guys, do us a favor and like, subscribe, and share this podcast with all your friends. It'd help us out, and we'd be awfully grateful to you. Enjoy the show. Welcome to The Big Sci-Fi Podcast, In Between Shorts. This time, we decided to create our own science fiction. The challenge to me and my co-hosts was to take four elements and craft a flash fiction story, a story of no more than a thousand words. We each contributed an element and none of us know what the others have written. We'll be hearing these for the first time as we record this right now. So in each short, one of us is going to read a story and we'll spend a few minutes discussing it. The elements that we all contributed and that need to be incorporated in some way were... A Jolly Rancher, Vincent Van Gogh, Polygon, and Dump Truck. And with that, first up is Brian. Please read your story. Hey, everybody. It's Brian. My story is called Starry Night. <clears throat> Vincent Van Gogh sat gazing out of the window just before dawn in his room at St. Paul Asylum. France was a beautiful country with sweeping hills and mountains. Vincent was particularly drawn to the cypress trees and the beauty of the orchards around him. Even from the asylum, he could find some measure of peace as he stared deeper into the natural beauty of his surroundings. The canvas sat before him on an easel as his brush danced upon it, moving from one side to the other almost as a conductor with a baton. He sat before his canvas as if it were a great orchestra making music with each pass and wave of his hand. Even in his frustration and confusion, he pressed into this painting with dedicated awareness of his surroundings. He tried his best to push the pain he felt in his ear out of his mind, the reason he was at St. Paul. He leaned out from his painting to view the night sky again, only this time something caught his attention in the sky. It was moving and traveling with great speed through the starry blackness of the night. Van Gogh dropped his brush and stood to his feet in amazement. He had never seen such a sight. Finally, he realized the object was not traveling across the night sky, but coming straight towards him. It grew larger and larger in his blurred vision. The artist squinted his eyes as the object came to a complete stop directly below his window. A figure exited the object and looked directly up at him. Vincent had the very real impression that this person had known exactly where to find him and had come to see him specifically. The figure spoke. Well, are you, you just going to stand there gawking like a crazy man? Or are you going to come down and meet me face to face? Van Gogh, startled, jumped backwards and knocked his half-completed painting and the easel it was sitting onto the ground. He clenched his fists in frustration and irritation. The voice spoke again. You need to hurry, Van Gogh. We only have a few minutes before the portal collapses. To Van Gogh's utter surprise, he found himself at the door to his room, peeking out and down the hallway. I must be crazy, he thought. However, that had never stopped him before from acting irrationally in the past, so he pressed on. The starving artist was also starving for an adventure in freedom from the asylum. He noticed that the front door was unlocked. This was strange, especially for the pre-dawn hours as the staff preferred to keep the patients locked up securely at night. 
Nevertheless, he opened the door and walked toward the strange object and figure awaiting him. The figure engaged in speech yet again. Am I glad to see you, Mr. Van Gogh? I'll explain once more once we get inside this makeshift dump truck of a spaceship. Van Gogh looked at the object with a greater level of scrutiny and fascination. It had four large wheels. He realized that this object was actually some kind of vehicle. There was riding on the side of it that read, The Jolly Rancher. He looked at the figure for a brief second before being pulled by the arm and shoved up into the inside of this strange contraption. He sat down and the other man showed him how to buckle what he called a seatbelt. Van Gogh copied the instructions and began to wonder if he was being taken hostage. Then he heard a rumbling noise and felt a strong vibration beneath him. The vehicle was coming to life and began to move forward. Then something marvelous happened. It lifted off the ground and began to fly towards the stars with great speed. The figure finally introduced himself. Mr. Van Gogh, it's an honor to meet you. I hope you're not too freaked out by all this. Van Gogh cleared his throat and could only smile and snicker a bit. Before his eyes, Van Gogh saw a polygonal shape glowing. It was huge and imposing in the night sky. Then the artist realized he was no longer in the sky above the village of St. Remy, France. He was now among the stars. The octagonal shape was pulsating yellow and spinning. The inside of the object was presenting red and orange colors. The mysterious man beside him aimed the vehicle right at the center of the massive object before them. Mr. Van Gogh, the stranger said, I'm a time traveler from the future and future humanity desperately needs your help. We suffered through endless wars and allowed all kind of our art to be destroyed as a result. After nearly coming to the end of ourselves, a small child found the painting you are currently working on this very night, and it captivated our imaginations. It reminded us of the beauty we once held and the power of allowing our creativity to be used for creating beauty and peace rather than for creating instruments of war. Vincent stared at the man intently. He continued, We need you to teach us how to see the world like you do. Van Gogh couldn't believe what he was hearing or what he was seeing. Before he could say anything else, a great flash of light consumed his vision, and in an instant, he was seated back in his room at the asylum with paintbrush in hand, canvas before him, and the starry night sky glowing outside his window. Van Gogh blinked in confusion, but felt an unusual rush of adrenaline and inspiration. Now he knew how to complete his painting, and at least for the moment, Something stirred inside his heart that he had once thought lost forever to him, hope. The artist danced once again within his soul, and a masterpiece was created that mysterious starry night. He never told anyone of his experience, however, for obvious reasons. The end. Very good, sir. Very that good. That was really cool. So how many words did that come out to yes. be? Really well written. That was just under a thousand, like 900 mm -hmm. something, 994 or something like that. I, I tell you, for the first paragraph or two or the first little bit, I was like worried. I was like, is this a science fiction story? <laughs> yeah. No, no. I, 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 I like the my fact way that into you, it. but you build, you build up who, about who Van Gogh was. You built up and I kept, I it was just like you at the end. I was thinking, okay, when is this switches to a sci-fi story? Yep. And but I'm but I'm but you did, I, yes. I mean you successfully I loved, did. I loved how you said about 
what you described as a dump truck of what it was of a right, space, right. of a time traveling device. I kept thinking <laughs> it can't be a DeLorean. It's got to be something else. <laughs> We're not going to plagiarize somebody else's work Back here. Back to well, the future four. Well, I was thinking dump truck more along yeah. the line of like Bill and Ted's excellent adventure with like where they mm-hmm. use the, the phone. Oh, booth. I hadn't even thought of that. So yeah. I was thinking yeah. it was actually a dump truck mm-hmm. because at, at mm-hmm. least I assumed that was where I thought that might be where you're going kind of in that little bit of that comedic. Yeah. Yeah. And and I wanted to like I wanted to take a few paragraphs, but with only a thousand words, I wanted to talk about the future and like some Mm -hmm. of his experiences Mm -hmm. and teaching people how to do art again and whatever. And so maybe that'll Yeah, I had to because Adina was. But you did a good job of condensing it. You did a good job of condensing it, Brian. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. No, and that and that's and that's good. No, I think you you gave just enough taste of the future Mm -hmm. that Mm That that's fine. There's enough of the reason to understand what was going on, and and that's the you know this is one of the reasons why I'm very much attracted to flash fiction. And mm-hmm. I think I told you guys for a while I was doing these challenges with 500 words with mm-hmm. four four elements, wow. and it, it's really cool because you really have to cut you. So I would normally start out writing my first draft. It'd be like. 800, you know, 700, 800 words, mm-hmm. and finding what you can really condense is it's actually kind of fun. I kind of like yeah. it. Yeah, I, I, it definitely made me because I, I, what I did was I just start. I start. I had this basic concept. Okay, I knew I wanted to focus on Van Gogh for several mm-hmm. reasons. Number one, he's my favorite artist, mm, and my kids cool. have fallen in love with his art. They're mm-hmm. teaching Van Gogh and Picasso and what have you at at school, and um, so they're they lean towards Van Gogh. And I knew my kids. My kids both loved when I read this story yeah. to them. Um, but, uh, I, I knew I wanted to focus on him uh, and I kind of, in my head was like, okay, the dump truck's going to be a time machine. And so bring it back. But I thought I would focus more. I had such the setup. I had no room for the future stuff, mm-hmm. but then I can't, I was like, well, what if he just had the flash and to him, no time has passed. Ultimately he's right back where he was. Right. Um, and so there might be a short story out of this too, you know, in the mm-hmm. future of, of getting into the future and what mm-hmm. his experience is there and everything. So, oh. yeah, but very good. Now, Chris, did you have anything you want to say about Brian's story? Just really well written. Um, I, it's one of those ones where it's like, it's a complete story, but I want to know more. I like, I want to know all oh, the ins yes. and outs. I want to know yes. what happened, what led them to it. So it's just basically, Hey, Brian, when you have some free time, just just keep right, pumping so them out. I'm all in, <laughs> all right, yeah. brother. All right, okay. I'll, I'll well, do it. Brian, thank you very much. That was yeah. awesome. And Thanks. this concludes our first of four shorts. Stick around; there'll be more. Speaking of more, make sure you head over to TrekGeeks.com for all the great podcasts available on the network. Until next time, live long and prosper. <laughs>